there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. If you heard about someone who fell down a mountain in a ski accident, tumbled through snow and rocks and trees, then crashed through a frozen stream where they were trapped underneath the ice, you'd assume the worst for that person. Even more so if you were told that they were trapped under the ice for nearly an hour and a half and their heart completely stopped for more than three hours. But that's exactly what happened to Anna Bagenholm, and her road to survival was truly extraordinary. Welcome to Beating the Odds, a five-day special series for medical mysteries. I'm Richard. And I'm Molly. This is our first episode on remarkable, inspirational people who survived extreme medical emergencies. Today we're discussing Anna Bagenholm, whose heart stopped after she was trapped in a frozen river for nearly an hour and a half. Anna Bagenholm's breath formed tiny clouds of condensation in the air. The ski conditions were perfect that day in May 1999, and Anna was excited for a fun vacation with some fellow doctors in training. She and her two friends were all avid skiers who regularly spent weekends and holidays on the slopes. That day, they navigated the challenging terrain off-piste, meaning they were in the wilds of Norway's Cholin mountain range. There was no set trail, but Anna glided down the steep incline without issue. She dodged trees and rocks until... Her skis shifted out from under her. Off balance, Anna fell, skidded off the smooth powder, and hit a slick patch of ice. She accelerated completely out of control, tumbling down the mountain until she landed on top of a frozen stream. But she didn't have much time to nurse her wounds. As she slid across the icy surface, her head and chest disappeared into a hole. Anna was now submerged in the frigid water. When Anna's friends saw her fall through the ice, they rushed to try and pull her out, but they couldn't. She was pinned under a labyrinth of thick ice and submerged rocks. All they could do was call for help, but the remote Cholin Mountains were 200 miles away from the nearest rescue team that could send a helicopter. In the meantime, Anna's friends and a number of mountain emergency workers did what they could. Then, with Anna's head trapped in the freezing cold waters, they waited. 
Anna managed to press her face against a pocket of oxygen just under the ice, which allowed her to keep breathing. But that was only a minor relief. Her ski gear was waterlogged and chilled. As hypothermia set in, her extremities ached and tingled. She stopped shivering. Her body couldn't spare the energy to generate heat. Her core temperature fell below 57 degrees Fahrenheit. By that point, her vital organs had shut down. Shock had set in. Each second counted, but it took rescuers 80 minutes to arrive via helicopter and pull Anna from the stream. She wasn't breathing. Her limbs were frozen solid, and the team couldn't detect a heartbeat. Anna was clinically dead. Frantic, the first responders administered cardiopulmonary resuscitation, or CPR. According to the American Heart Association, CPR can more than double a person's chance of survival if it begins immediately after heart failure. In Anna's case, after over an hour underwater, the effort seemed futile. And at the University Hospital of North Norway in Trumsa, her prognosis wasn't much better. When doctors attached her to a heart monitor, it flatlined. But Dr. Mads Gilbert knew that extreme cold does strange things to the body. He'd heard of people surviving hypothermia-related cardiac arrest. They just needed to be warmed back up. But those cases were rare. He knew of roughly 11 instances in close to 30 years. But there was a saying in wintry Norway, you're never dead until you're warm and dead. Anna had a shot at survival, but it was a slim one. No one had ever survived a 57-degree body temperature before, so Dr. Gilbert connected her to a heart-lung machine. Usually, this device is used in open-heart surgeries. It intercepts blood from the right atrium of the heart, oxygenates it, and then injects it back into the arteries. But Dr. Gilbert added a heater to the process. As the heart-lung machine drew blood, it warmed it to a safe temperature. Over the course of a few hours, the device returned the hot, oxygenated blood to Anna's body. It wasn't until 4 p.m. that day that Anna responded to the treatment. Her heart restarted. It was a miracle. Anna was alive. Even then, everything Dr. Gilbert knew told him that Anna might never wake up. The oxygen starvation should have caused serious brain damage, but even more bafflingly, fewer than two weeks after her accident, Anna opened her eyes. With lots of physical therapy, she slowly regained the ability to walk. Within a year, she made a full recovery with no brain damage whatsoever. Her amazing rehabilitation can be attributed to the way hypothermia slowed her metabolism or the rate at which cells convert nutrients and oxygen into energy. Typically, if a cell doesn't have enough oxygen, it dies. That's what should have happened when Anna's heart stopped. But her metabolism slowed. In order to preserve precious heat energy, the cells, including her brain cells, severely rationed their oxygen use and simultaneously maintained energy in the form of ATP molecules. And while the lack of oxygen she received when she was trapped in the underwater air pocket may have been damaging temporarily, the CPR performed by the first responders 
was enough to keep necessary amounts of blood flowing to her brain. In other words, the hypothermia that nearly killed Anna also saved her life. And it happened in precisely the right way. If Anna's heart had stopped before her metabolism had slowed, she would have died. Instead, Anna beat the odds. Since her accident, doctors have intentionally emulated Anna's injuries. Therapeutic hypothermia is a practice in which physicians intentionally freeze their patients before heart surgeries or other procedures. It keeps them healthy and alive, even with reduced blood flow to the brain and other vital organs. Although therapeutic hypothermia is still a very new treatment, and as such controversial, it's a lifesaver for surgeons and for doctors like Anna. Today, she's a senior radiology consultant at the University Hospital of North Norway in Tromsø, the same hospital where she recovered after her accident. For her and her patients, the facility symbolizes recovery, hope, and new life. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss another medical miracle. You can catch our other episodes of Medical Mysteries for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.